1: Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Kate. Kate, good to see you this evening.
0: So good to see you too, Derek.
2: Next, we have Peter. Pete, glad to have you with us. Hey, awesome. Glad to be here. And I got my Ahsoka shirt on yet again. I did wash it in between the last episode, though.
1: If not, we're all over Zoom. Any, We're all over Internet anyway. So that's your wife's problem. Right. Um. And last but certainly not least, Steve. Steve, glad to have you with us.
3: Hi, Juniors.
1: <laughs> Guys, if you have not already, please like, subscribe, share. So that way you will never miss any of the episodes we've got coming up. And we've got a couple of real fun ones coming up. So... This week, we are talking about the Ahsoka Season 1 finale. Now, I had a hard time coming up with a name for this up ep- our episode. Um, I could have gone very literal, like bringing balance to the universe. Or I could have gone a little bit more obscure, you know, Birth of a First Order. Or go Classic Rock, The Boys Are Back. <laughs> or The End or Just the Beginning. Of the end. Oh, geez, Led Zeppelin. Um, or, yeah, well. or Hamilton, who stays, who goes, who's still in the story.
3: <laughs> but I decided
1: to play off the terribly butchered tribute to C.S. Lewis that the series did. So I'm going with The Zombies, The Robot, and The Endless Love Letter. <laughs> so, Pete, as the resident defender of the faith as it were Um, what about this series made you see the light side
2: (laughs) (laughs) so this is the first time I've ever I mean we've been doing the show for like two and a half years and this is the first time I've ever like written out notes because I feel like I'm in I enjoyed this show so much and like other than Gina who's not who's not here to help me out tonight I was I'm the only one that's really enjoying it. And the rest of you are kind of eh, middling on it. So I just I I had to write out notes because I've I've rarely felt this strongly about something that we've watched that the rest of the group group doesn't seem to be enjoying. So I had to spell it out. Um so be a little patient with me. Um but this show to me exemplifies what I really love about Star Wars. Um, you know, I know we came in to we kind of came into the story in the middle a little bit, right? These characters already have backstories, but timeout, like, timeout. We came mm. into the middle of the story a little bit. Well, I think this this story itself, yes, okay, a lot, a lot, okay. But that's part of what Star Wars is. Even the original New Hope, if you think about it, starts with an attack on this ship that, um, you know that these characters that already have pasts and everything like that, Darth Vader, Princess Leia, and all these things, even uh, you know Obi-Wan Kenobi, all these things we don't know their history and we're watching this movie. And that's actually what happens in a lot of movies. but it's really part of story uh, stories that we see with Star Wars is throwing us characters that have a history. Um, in particular, some of these characters, uh, in this per- case, a lot of these characters did have previous stories, but I still kind of feel like you could get enough out of this show without having to know that that complete background of Ahsoka and Sabine and all those Rebels characters. Um, but I think the reason for that is because we are getting really familiar Star Wars archetypes. And to me, that's the key of the best star Wars stories is you have to give us something that feels familiar. I mean, star Wars is narrow. There's not a broad spectrum of what you can do with star Wars. It's one of the problems with it. Marvel, you can do the opposite. You got, you got, Everything from space raccoons to, you know, World War II, um, you know, strongmen, so to speak. But um, Star Wars, you get certain things. So it ge- you got to give us some that feels familiar, but with enough differences that we just aren't repeating what you've seen before. Um, an example I think of is The Force Awakens, which initially started out pretty good. But as the movie went on, it felt very repetitive of what we've seen before. Um, but this show gave us... Typical Star Wars archetypes, and I originally didn't like Ahsoka, but I realized they had transitioned her from the young apprentice of the Clone Wars to be that wise veteran warrior, reluctant to invest in her padawan and 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 to get emotionally attached to people and everything like that. You had the young adventurer who's eager yet brash and Sabine. You had the cocky gun slinger and Hera comedic droids you got chopper and and who yang and then you also had your your fierce uh fearsome warrior in in in, in balen <laughs> um yet these aren't exactly the same characters as, as what we've seen before uh and we still had star wars the, the basis of Star Wars, which is a fight between good and evil in which evil vastly outmans good um but there was enough different here. I know they started out with the find the star mat to get to such and such a place, which can be kind of boring. But I think it took us to new worlds, introduced us new characters. Um, the the night sisters is something we hadn't seen in live action before. Seeing that magic and things like that that was new. Um, the 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 Padawan uh, Shin Hati, which is the blonde haired woman, we hadn't seen that kind of role where there's a, a an apprentice Jedi that's not a Jedi Um, and then a lot of fun creatures and especially like the, the no villager, the villagers that the little turtle guys, I think they were a lot of fun. And then I've said this before, but I love Thrawn as a villain. I think having a villain that is not just muscle, but is thought. I thought they've, I thought they did Thrawn really well in this. Um, And um, I don't know. And I, and I think that, it actually worked as a series and some of these shows that we've seen um you know particularly i think of obi-wan it felt like they tried to stretch a movie out to uh you know an episodic series where this i felt like there was enough going on there was enough characters that it worked as a television series um and even the ending that we got it sewed up the story that we were told, but set up something in the future, which is also very Star Wars. If you think back to, um, you know, Empire Strikes Back and things like that, um. So, <laughs> I think that's all I got to say. Um, I thought this did so much better at setting up like a, a big villain than anything we saw in this in the sequel trilogy. Um And I just, I enjoyed this series so much. So I got to give a lot of kudos to Dave Filoni and John Favreau for that. And I apologize for going on so long, but I will let you guys talk now and tell me how wrong I am. No, we can't tell you how wrong we are till
1: the next question. And trust me, that's okay. coming. But Steve, what did you like? Um,
3: I liked like, um, um, <clears throat> I liked the, um, <laughs> sort of the, um, the Mystic side. So I love the Night Sisters. I, I thought just visually they were amazing. So like getting the horror, and then the zombie stormtroopers. I think that was sort of like a nice twist to normal Star Wars. I really enjoyed that part. Um, I thought some of the choreographed fight scenes were really amazing to watch. I really enjoyed that. Um, I like that. I like that it connected to Rebels because I really enjoyed Rebels um i could talk more about that on the next question um yes that's probably about really about it for me i like the zombies i like the night sisters and i like that there's connections to rebels
1: um for me i liked that it went to a different galaxy to be perfectly honest because i'm hoping that can open some stuff up um I liked the turtle, snail, crab people. Those were because that showed me that without language, you can create, you can create a civilization and a species that has their own personality. it was the closest thing to the Ewoks while being better than the Ewoks is, is how I would say it. It's, it's the cl- they've because they've tried, they have tried so hard to duplicate the Ewoks, and it has not been successful to this point.
4: You didn't like the porgs,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> slow roasted over a fire. Yes, oh, no. um, but oh, come on, you set yourself up for that one.
4: I did, um,
1: but I think that those characters work very well,
4: okay.
1: Hate, yeah, hate.
4: <laughs> um, so I didn't hate it. I really didn't. I I do have some things that didn't like really work for me personally. Um, I know I said this before the show, but I could watch an entire series just based on the snail people. Uh, you're a hundred percent right. That even though we didn't know what they were saying, that was excellent. Um, I really enjoyed uh 3po making an appearance um that was a nice little i enjoyed that because as someone who is not super well versed it felt like a little easter egg for me who wasn't super well versed it was like "Ah i know that one um i really liked you know i wasn't sold on sabine and throughout this but i actually really liked the relationship between Sabine and Ezra, uh, especially during the final episode. Um, I also appreciated when they had the hologram of Anakin and that she said, like, he made 20 of these. He recorded them. Like, this was the last one he recorded. I just... it it touched my heart knowing that that was like, it just showed how much that relationship meant to her, even though we already knew that. Um, So I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. I, it wasn't it wasn't the worst thing i've ever watched and i can see i can completely understand why people like pete and gina loved it and i love that for them i'm so glad that they had this show for people like that because i know if a show like that came out for marvel i would love it love it so i liked the show for people like pete and gina
2: but i can I say one more thing? Yeah. Cuz I I didn't mention anything about Anakin, but I did really appreciate how the show did such a good job of like kind of having closure with Ahsoka and Anakin who um had, you know, again, this is this is for the fans of the of the Clone Wars and things like that. Um, you know, he 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 as a character, I don't think is well served in live action. Uh, in the in the prequels um and having that kind of closure with her, I thought um, gave Anakin more sympathy and also um you know brought a lot to ahsoka's character
1: okay, that's fair now, what was working for the night sisters and um I would love to go first on this one, but Steve, I'm going to give you first shot.
3: Thanks, Derek. Um, it shouldn't have been called Ahsoka. I felt like anything Sabine Rebels, um, search for Ezra. I felt like really overall, it was not Ahsoka's story. It was more Sabine's story. Um, near the end, um, really liking Rebels. I was sort of disappointed. I felt like some of the they just did not match the rebels or the feeling there um there's that um there's some good parts of it like i think setting up Thrawn. thron was awesome but overall story i was sort of disappointed by the finale actually i sort of was dozing off near the end and there was nothing that really surprised me like when we got to the part with sabine getting lightsaber oh there he goes the lightsabers are gonna fly there. right? So. Um, I think very predictable. Um, I felt like wrapping up as a season or a series. We don't know. Of it was sort of disappointing. Okay. So. Um, Kate, I'll let you go next.
4: Yeah. So, um, this year, se- Derek, are we just talking about the finale, or are we talking about the series as a whole?
1: Series as a whole.
4: Okay. Thank you. Um. The biggest thing that was hard for me was the casting of Ahsoka, and I love Rosario Dawson. I think she is an unbelievable actress. I just don't think she was right in this role. It didn't work for me. I and I loved the few episodes of Clone Wars and of Rebels that we watched. I loved Ahsoka. I loved, and I know, I know, she's been through trauma, like, big, bad trauma. I get it. She's on the mental dark side. She's not on the dark side, but, like, she's, like, been through it. I get it. But her voice just didn't sound right. Her, her mannerisms didn't feel right. Um, it, She was very stoic. She wasn't, even in Ahsoka's darkest moments, she's still playful like childlike i don't know i i i don't know if i'm saying the right words but so in the finale even when she was like they were like you're going to die alone and she was like i'm never alone like it just it didn't sound right to me it was very
1: bad Middler. you'll never walk Yeah,
4: alone. it just never oh <laughs> yeah it just didn't so that was probably my biggest hang up oh excuse me um across the board in the whole series. I don't think this was the worst Star Wars series. Again, I think that this was a, a kiss from the Star Wars universe to the Mega fans. And I love that. Um oh shoot, I had something else. I had something else. Um it's gone. I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Okay. But that was that was probably my biggest hang up across the board. What about you, Pete?
2: Uh, no, uh-uh. nope. <laughs> oh, oh. Can can I say one? Can I say one rebuttal on on Ahsoka herself? I I agree with you, Kate. They def Rosario Dawson definitely played the character differently, but to me, she played it as the in, instead of being the the young brash Jedi, now she's playing it as the older, wiser. Uh, you know the the the. Um, what do you call it the the role model versus the padwan and i so i i kind of get why they went that way but i would completely agree with you that the the fun ahsoka that she was in clone wars and rebels was not here so go ahead Derek. sorry okay
1: first Pete, you said that the characters were introduced enough as new characters that you would not have had to have watched any of the older stuff in order to know what's going on. You're telling me if I had not watched any of Rebels, I would not have been totally lost. I mean, it or it I I'm convinced I would have been totally lost. I'm convinced it was essentially
2: the next season of Rebels. I, it's it's hard for me to tell that I would be curious to talk to somebody that hadn't seen any um, if that's the case I felt early on yes but I thought as the story went on they introduced the characters enough but okay there's certainly an um, argument for that for sure okay
1: um, you mentioned you know my biggest argument is you said you know there's not a lot you can do with Star Wars no there is not a lot that has been done with Star Wars. There is so many other universes and galaxies and so many other people that they could have, uh, could have brought in that, Kate, I hated that they brought in 3PO. I hated that they brought in 3PO and that Leia Organa was the one that bailed her out. I want to see something that is not related at all to any of the original trilogy characters at all because that would tell me there are still more stories to tell if there's if there's no way you can do it without referencing the big three or the big four or five if you include the Emperor and six or Vader if you can't if you can do a story without any of those I might be interested that there are still stories to tell otherwise you're just adding on to stories that are currently there. Which was my biggest complaint about this is this was not anything new. This was just more of the same, especially when they brought in 3PO. Um, to me, Steve, you said something about, you know, you like the fight scenes. Some of them yes. I will agree with you. Some of them were not good some of the lightsaber battles were very basic. Um, I have actually had some rudimentary um, stage sword fight training. And there were a couple of those that were very, like it was all the eight basic moves of a basic sword fight training. It was just, you could tell, oh my gosh, the crutch we're going to use in this is lightsaber battles. Um, or battle battles. Don't get me started with the zombie stormtrooper thingies, unless that has some way. Did Pete did that come from the novels at all? The undead stormtroopers. Is that does that have any basis in any of the Thrawn novels or comics or anything?
2: Um, I'm not sure it's from the Thrawn novels, but the it, it raising the dead. Warriors like that is from Clone Wars, from the Night Sisters. So that is that has been established before, just not in any live action thing.
1: Okay, that that that's fair then. That it's somewhere there before because one of the things I almost said is canon. We don't need no stinking canon. As <laughs> seems like sometimes they're just making things up on, on that as they go. Oh, we need someone to come back. Oh, I know. All of a sudden we can force project. I want to know. All these, you know, being able to stop a lightsaber with the force. Where was that when in the original trilogy? Where was that with? I mean, if they can do that here, Obi Wan should have been and Qui Gon should have been able to do it and absolutely destroy Darth Maul. I'm just the, and I'm not even going to get into the different lightsaber battle like tactics from the original versus the end. I get why those are different. But to change up how the force works, I've got a little bit of an issue with it. <laughs> we won't even get into force projections. Um, but when you um, say force projection,
2: what do you mean force projection?
1: Like in uh, The Last Jedi when Luke force projects himself to another planet.
2: But that's not in this, but okay. Yeah,
1: no, it's not. No, it's not. As I said, I'm not even going to get into that. that. That's a whole separate rant. Um, Kate, were you the one that said you liked when they brought in the holograms or was that or was that No, you you were the one that said, like the hologram recordings of Anakin that had recorded all those different things. Oh,
4: yeah, 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 yes, that was me. Yes.
1: yes. Did that not feel like Iron Man in the in Endgame? I'm sorry. It it's he's I mean
4: Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it gave that kind of vibe.
1: To to me that's one of those really the fact that he did these all these before he changed over I want to know how he knew he was going to change over. I I mean, why did he do these recordings?
2: Steve Pete, why did he do these recordings? I, I don't know why he did them, but they actually established that in Rebels that he had left a bunch of recordings for Ahsoka to help her train. I don't know if it's because of when she left the order or what the reason was, but yeah, that that had already been established too. Again, like he had, he had left her a bunch of recordings. Again, Not something
1: that we had had introduced to us in this series. Just saying, but I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm just. It was explained here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
3: I Um, thought it was a pointless plot device to move the plot along. But they did a better idea.
1: Yeah. Um. My other thought was, Pete, you mentioned how neat it was to have someone not of the Jedi Order having a Padawan or trainee. Are we ignoring Ahsoka and Sabine?
2: I'm just well that too that too but I liked that I liked that too that Sabine was not strong with the force and I will agree it was cheesy at the end you knew I mean we all knew it and it was cheesy at the end suddenly she was able Mm -hmm. to do it but I I liked up to that point that it's like okay I'm going to train you in this even though I know you're not necessarily this you know super powered person. So I don't right. Know. I I, I, um, I liked a lot of that stuff. Sorry, okay.
1: and and I get that. I'm just you had said that this was that was a great thing without mentioning that they'd already done it with Sabine and Ahsoka.
2: So well, I'm just both of them were in were in right. this show, and it was it was a unique situation to have non Jedi trainees. I I I just. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I kind of I kind of enjoyed like the relationship between Ahsoka and Sabine, even though it was something new that wasn't in the original Rebels, and okay. then also have that mirrored with with Balin and Chin. Okay, that's fair.
1: To me, my biggest issue, you've drugged me through eight forty minute episodes. And you're going to leave my two main characters somewhere that is not even closely related to what's going to happen next. You've made me try and care about Ahsoka and Sabine. And now you're telling me essentially we're never going to see, we might never see them again in this different galaxy. Unless they, because I know this is all setting up the Mandoverse movie. It's all setting up Mandoverse endgame. Let's be honest. But I'm, if they don't, Come back. Why could this not have been a ninety-minute Star Wars Halloween special? The return of Ezra. I mean, I mean, if if you if you're never getting if you're never seeing those two again, I think you will. A because Rosario Dawson is a name, and they need a name. B the whole him thing with the him standing in the as the king who balances the force with the girl when the statue that the good side is broken and the bad side s- sister is still there and whatever that whole they tried to be empire strikes back with the end of this is all going to happen next and we know there's going to be something else involved and i think they tried to they tried to do too much of that there's too many strings left open
3: Derek, I think that was my part. I got it got done, and I had no feeling, like it yeah. got no emotion from me. Like that's it.
1: No, I had a, I had an emotion, relief. <laughs> so, I, 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 I will, know. I will say, valid. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Steve. Anything that we mentioned that did not work for you? Um, like I said, I mean, I'm sorry i know i said steve i'm pete Pete. Pete. like steve's already gone pete anything else that has did not work for you
2: uh so i i will say like we kind of knew where this show was going to end up right with thrawn getting back and um it's it's one of the it was one of the real fatal flaws of mandalorian season three was that we kind of knew where it was gonna go so so the whole series was just leading up to a conclusion that we knew um you know one of the problems of this series and I will agree it's to me it was silly leaving some of these characters on this far particularly Ahsoka and Sabine on this far off planet you know if they do another series they're getting back yeah it's 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 kind of silly doing it this way um you know I get maybe Shin and and uh and Balin. Um they they kind of wrote themselves into a corner only because the guy that plays Balin passed yeah. away yeah. uh suddenly. And um, you know, so that they, they might have some tricks to do with that character. To me, I think I, they're almost gonna have to recast him. They're they're gonna have to the way they the way they left it. They're almost they're gonna have to. Um so yeah, I would I would agree while I really liked most of the final episode, I didn't think it necessarily tied. I did like Ezra getting back because to me, that was, that was the central point of this series was you knew they were never going to stop Thrawn anyways. So it was getting Ezra home. Um, But most of the ending I did not particularly care for. I will say that. Okay. Um. Now, What, okay, without
1: big, huge wholesale changes, are there any small things that could have made this series more successful for the non-Star Wars insider? Okay, Kate, you're shaking your head. Nothing could have made this more successful for you. Uh,
4: More of the snail people. (laughs) (laughs) More of the snail people. Uh, Yeah, better casting of Ahsoka. Like, that's, yeah, better casting of Ahsoka. Um, Maybe give us a tiny bit more Ezra because we, we like saw Ezra, but I don't feel like we got a lot, a lot of meat from like what he went through and stuff. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Maybe I just missed that. No, you didn't. You didn't miss it. Maybe a little bit more from Ezra so that I could like, know what happened and know i don't know but uh yeah that's probably it pete
2: yeah i it's it's tough because i do agree with you ahsoka didn't feel like the character if you've watched those earlier shows didn't feel like that character as much and even even sabine didn't quite fit and again i know this is 10 years later so i try to be forgiving about it but ahsoka always had like a lightness to her and a and a um you know a a kind of um uh very like you know sarcastic jokiness to her and it was almost completely missing from this and i would have liked to have seen a little more of that um and just in general humor um you know, I mean, Star Wars has always had some amount of humor and I think this, I think this show could have helped been helped a little bit by having a little more humor in it other than Chopper going, it, it didn't have much humor at all. It didn't. I think that, I think that's why everybody was drawn to the, to the little snail people because they were kind of funny too, you know, and and, and I, so, I, I mean, I agree with that. I, and that's what I'm saying is like the show needed a little a li- to be a little less self-serious because in the end, Star Wars is like, you know, again, space wizards. It's a space <laughs> western. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, right. So,
3: Steve? Um, More focused on Ahsoka's story and not so much Sabine's story. Like if, if Ahsoka is in this dark space. Um, for the non-big, mega Star Wars fans, tell us how, where she was to where she is now. I thought that would have been interesting, Derek.
1: Um, for one, to me, if this is if this was the story they were going to tell, they didn't need eight episodes. Um, you always I, say that. You're right, and I always mean it. <laughs> tell tell me there they couldn't have there couldn't have been two episodes worth of stuff that they cut. I mean, but it's also one of those where, okay, you're going to make this story focus on Sabine. So make it focus on Sabine. Give me what she's thinking. Don't make her this... I'm sorry, don't make her this 16 year old girl that's keeping everything to herself. And, and, and I say that because I teach 16 year old girls. So I know of which I speak. And it's 16 year old boys too. But this, I'm not really going to say what I mean. I don't care that she gave the, I don't care that she gave the thing to, What's his face with the? I don't care that she gave the secret snitch to the thing, the guy with the beard. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sorry. If it's bothering her, show us that. Not just, oh, I'm sorry. Or if it's not bothering her, show us that. You know, I'm really not sorry that I did this because I got to see Ezra. Yes. Don't make it yes. a no, I'm sorry for doing this. And I'm sorry I disappointed you, but not really meaning it was, <laughs> was, was, uh, but to me, as, as I said, A, make it not so so many insider insider cues. I think honestly, you talked about humor helping connect it to people. Um oh, I just lost the I just lost the name. Uh the series that we all liked, the guy who was taken prisoner. Andor. Andor. Andor was not funny. Andor was no, not funny at all. But we loved it because it treated it as a completely unique character. that was in a completely unique situation. And we got to know what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. They treated this like a, like a cartoon that was written for kids in Rebels. where they tried to make it for adults. Except there's a good way to do serialization. There's a very good way to do serialization. We saw it last week with Zorro. Where, yes, you needed to watch most of it, but after two or three episodes, you they had gone over all the major plot points to get you completely caught up. That didn't happen in this up. Epi- that didn't happen in this show. If you had not watched Rebels, you had no clue, you had no clue who Thrawn was. You had no clue why Thrawn and Ezra were there. You really didn't. They never said in this. Why Thrawn and Ezra were in a different universe? They just said, "Remember when they left? Oh yeah, let's go get them." Yeah, agree. We, we never heard. You know, they never said. By the way, they took these super space whales. It was just assumed that we knew that when she saw the whales that they were going to go to a different galaxy because that's where they how they got there. They never said that. Mm-hmm. This what we watched a minimum amount of Rebels. We watched, what, eight or nine episodes, probably, ten maybe. They should, if you're going to start a new series like this and truly call it something new, you need to assume, it's like I tell my kids writing their essays, you need to assume I know nothing about anything that's going on. And, And they did not do that. They did not do that. And very few series to this point have done that. Andor was successful because, yes, you end up knowing that he is in Rogue One, but they made you care about him as a person. You had you did not to have need to have seen Rogue One in order to understand Andor, right? Most of the Star Wars and most of the Marvel stuff, you can't say that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, I, I I do agree. They I think they could have done a better job of setting up this story and finding a way to tell us some of the history of these characters within the story. I don't know how they would have done that by, by starting off with, I don't know, some, you know, having at the beginning, they could have had like a group of kids on Lothal on Lothal that were hearing the story of the rebels or something like that. Yes. You know, and, I don't. I don't know, but the, fans, I agree. the true fans would have hated it. But give me that first episode
1: as a. These are yeah. who all these characters are. Yeah, I get. I get that for sure. sure. Kate, anything you'd add? Nope. Okay. Nope. So, as we all Pete, any last more
2: Wildcats?
1: <sighs> more Wildcats? No, we are not going High School Musical at all. No. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. Okay, as we always do. When we see a season, full season of a series like this, um, we always rate it as Cups of Pixie Dust out of five. Kate, as a season series, what would you give Ahsoka? Well,
4: I have a question first. Okay. The question is, what did I rate Andor? I'm going to ask, because I want to get an idea. I was going to ask the same question. (laughs) What did I rate? Yeah, I want to know what I rated Andor.
1: Kate, you were at a three on Andor.
4: Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, And what about The Mandalorian?
1: Uh, The last season of Mandalorian? Um... Did
4: I not rate it? A A two? two. Were there any other big Star Wars shows we watched?
1: Um
2: not really Obi-Wan we watched Obi-Wan didn't we watched we? Obi-Wan
1: um, yeah but I'm going to go Obi-Wan is I'm going to say your Your guys' ratings were all um, unbalanced by the fact that he was actually that we had Warren on that night <laughs> I, was only, I was about the only one who didn't care um, Obi-Wan hold on Obi-Wan Kate you gave a 4 to Obi-Wan
4: I put Obi Wan over Andor. Yep. Wow. Uh, I'll give Ahsoka a two.
1: Okay. Pete, you want your ratings? Uh,
2: just for Andor. Uh, you give Andor a four. Yeah, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give this a four. I think I actually like Andor a little bit better, and I probably underrated Andor a little bit just because it was very slow early on. Um, but I think that, um, I, I think, I think I, I can't really give this a 4.5, uh, and certainly not a five there. I mean, I, 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 I sit here and defend it because I think it's, to me, it's so much better than what you guys think of it. And, um, but no, I gotta, I, I gotta give it a, I'm, I mean, it's, it's still a good grade. So I'm gonna give it a four. Yeah. But I but I will say I'm more looking forward to another series of another season of Andor than I am to another season of Ahsoka if it happens. Oh yeah. Steve? Uh
3: three. It's nowhere near Andor. You gave Andor a three a four and a half. I know I did. <laughs> the, yeah, Andor is so much better than this. So this is a solid three.
1: Um I'm gonna go with two on this just because. It is not the worst series we've watched by far. It's not the worst thing we've watched even lately. Right. But it wasn't good and I'm never going to go back. So to me, I mean, it's a two. Um, I did. Now, I will say I liked it better than Elemental personally, but just... (laughs) That is what it is. So
4: Elemental was it's just a, not very that's good. That's a tough
2: comparison.
4: That is a tough comparison.
2: <laughs> that's what we do on here. I know. I liked it better than Elemental too. <laughs> I
1: liked Guardians better. I liked the last Guardian I like Guardians 2 better than this. I mean, it's just it's just one of those where
4: Guardians 2 or Guardians 3? 2. 2 was fantastic. 3 was a uh, rough.
1: You yeah. Yeah. And hey, we all we all okay, most of us rated steep three is rough
2: I like <laughs> the Guardians movies I'm sorry okay. guys have you ever seen you
1: guys have all seen Singing in the Rain right yes, oh, yes. remember when Lena goes I liked it yeah <laughs> to something that was absolutely terrible I liked
2: it <laughs> hey <laughs> okay So uh,
1: yeah, uh, uh, this,
0: this, this, oh, okay. I sent this to
2: you guys uh Guardians 3 has like a like an 80 some percent on Rotten Tomatoes so I am not good. that does not mean it's good I am not the, the what I'm saying is I am not the only person that likes that movie No you're not that doesn't not. mean you're right <laughs> <laughs> Well we're all right we're all allowed our own opinions on something
4: fair, I loved the sandlot and all of you did no, not
2: no no no. Oh
4: no, Rescuers down under. <laughs> <I> <laughs> rescuers down really, cool.
1: under. I love rescuers. I gave I gave rescuers down under a three.
2: Come on. Oh, that that's was generous, Derek. I
4: mean, that was generous.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> was generous. Okay. Well, I uh, and I, I'm going to say, I bet Gina loved this. Uh, the end of the series too. So uh, I, I don't have here here uh, to defend things based on her stuff she sent me. It was okay,
1: but all of our criticisms were valid. Yeah.
2: No, I think I think your criticisms are valid. I mean, I I don't think it's it's not a perfect show. And it certainly is Rebel season six. One hundred one yeah. hundred percent. Right. Um and and one hundred percent I said I I felt like as it went on, I could see where it would work as a standalone show launch lone show. But 100% having watched Rebels helped a lot of explanation for it, for sure.
1: Kate, what have we got this week on the Disney Plus News?
4: Let me tell you. I had to make sure I wasn't muted because I usually mute myself on the Disney Plus News. Disney has officially announced that they are going to begin limiting password sharing starting November 1st in Canada. While no date has been announced for the U.S. restrictions, they are expecting sometime in 2024. These are expected to be similar to Netflix, which limits sharing to those at the exact same primary address unless the account holder pays an extra $8 per month.
1: Ooh.
4: Yeah, that's...
1: But how much money
2: is this losing? I I mean, I'm just saying... I'm just saying.
4: Yeah, that's fair.
2: But, you know, like, and I'm sure not the only person like this. My daughter is in college. Why should she not be able to use when she's at my house? She can watch Disney Plus, but when she's at college, she can't. And see, I think there's, I mean, I mean, everything's open for abuse, but,
1: you know, maybe one off property address
2: Yeah, no, I I don't I don't see an issue with limiting it, but like like I mean, come on. I mean, like my kid shouldn't be able shouldn't be allowed to watch like okay, fine. She's like an adult and she lives on her own. Okay, yeah. But like she's in college, she's gotta pay for Disney Plus when I have a membership. Sorry, stupid. Yeah, fair enough.
4: I agree. I agree. Oh, sorry, that's me. Next up. In a move that will go almost totally ignored by us on the platoon, except by probably Pete, the entire Airbud franchise is finally coming to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> While we won't make you sit and watch these, they do have more fans than you can shake a stick at. Luckily, oh, those Lord. fans will then will go let the stick <laughs> after you have tossed it away later i didn't write this i, I have, just read it i had to
2: have some fun this week uh, uh, watching it how, so do, fun. how do you say that i'm the one that cares about this other than other than my caring about it is that i better not have to watch it yeah pretty much yeah
4: okay to be fair though because for those of you following along at home it came up about about talking animal movies and pete was like please don't make me watch this to be fair some of the funniest and best movies I have watched have been animal and/or baby talking movies. I would Ooh, like to show you. Okay.
1: You need to get out more. I yeah. would like to show you <laughs>
4: the entire "Look Who's Talking" series. All be, three. The entire.
1: I, the entire all three of them. No, no, all three. Okay, I I have done this very, very.
0: No, no, very, no! Very, hold, very, hold, on, hold on, hold on.
1: I will give. <laughs> okay. I
2: will give her one. <laughs> Uh, one was funny i will give her one look who's talking movie i agree
4: but one was good after that no the look who's talking <laughs> series um i would also no. like to point you to baby geniuses <laughs> also great
1: oh god turn her off <laughs> <laughs> we just lost it kate you've had too much wine you've had too much whatever no none mm-hmm. of the none of the bait None. 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 You're talking that's like baby saying baby weems is brilliant. I mean I'm sorry. No. The
4: homeward bound movie is those, so good. Those, those, those,
2: those animals do not move their mouths, they so, so their mouth. I, I allow it. Okay. If if it's if it's the animal think thinking and you're hearing you're hearing their thoughts or whatever. I what where I don't like it is when the animals move their mouths like they're actually talking oh. to each other.
4: Okay, that's fair. Well, they don't no, really no, no, do Kate, that. Just, they don't do that in Kate, Look Who's Talking.
1: Just move on to the next one. No, they don't Kate, move on to the next one.
4: Yeah, they don't do that in Look Who's Talking. Those are great movies. Moving on to the topic of shows, Derek may actually like. Season two of Behind the Attraction will debut on Disney Plus on November first, along with rides previewed are Big Thunder Mountain, Indie, Pirates of the Caribbean, and an episode devoted to food it looks like it will focus on different versions of rides from around the world.
1: I'm excited. I'm thrilled about this. We will be doing this series. I don't know if we'll be doing it as a series or we may be doing it as each individual episode at some point because we really enjoy. Okay. Well, the first one wasn't great. It was a lot of fun to talk about.
2: So yeah, it was, it wasn't the greatest Disney history series ever, but I think we all got, Got enjoyment out of it. Out of episodes yeah. of it.
1: I mean, we all gave it either... Well, most of us gave it either... It was right around a three to three and a half. Most yeah. of us. Most of us. Steve didn't have his taste buds acquired yet. So... <laughs> um, Now, next Not week... Much. To my... Eternal... They're doing a season two of Loki. So... Kate and Steve, give me a two-minute, and yes, I'm going to set a timer. Summer, lead up from season one, and anything else we need to know before we hit season two? Whoa, 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 whoa um, timer, okay. time. Steve, have you not seen season one? I've seen season one. Um, okay. I'm trying you to remember.
4: Pete, but I think you meant Pete. Okay.
1: I meant I um, meant I meant Pete. I okay. meant guys, I've been doing that a lot tonight because I, I I've seen on, it. Because based on Andor, this is my third drink. Oh, so okay.
4: <laughs> Pete
1: and Kate Indor. have agreed to give us a two minute summary. Okay. Go.
4: Pete, you want to go?
2: Uh so Loki from a point in one of the movies is a well, we find out that there's such things as variants where uh, char- uh, characters do things that they aren't supposed to do as part of the sacred timeline. And this Loki variant is pulled into the time variants authority. He is... Okay, Pete, tasked- am, I cor- am I correct or not
1: that it is actually from the end of the original Avengers movie?
2: when Correct. He escapes. It, it happens in Endgame, but, but the moment is from the avengers movie when in endgame they start messing with the time so he is he escapes from the 2012 time period which is avengers the first movie um he i'm already probably over two minutes um he ends up in this time variance authority which is supposed to keep everything on the sacred timeline they're going to kill him but then instead they say we need your help to capture another variant of you, who is a female variant, uh, he tracks her down, and then they end up going to find the person that's controlling everything, who is he who remains, which is the first variant of the first version of Kang that we see in all of Marvel. Um, this version of Kang tries to convince them to run things, and instead, Sylvie kills him, and that creates the multiverse that we've been dealing with in marvel unfortunately ever since uh and we uh loki is thrown back into the tva and that's where we with uh and that's where it left off so it's moving forward from that moment after the uh the one version of kang is killed and the multiverse is created so we don't really know what's going to happen here Did I, did i sum that up well
4: yeah, that yep. was basically it. Loki Fair gets enough. in trouble, he goes to this place, and uh he realizes that there's a whole bunch of variants, and then there's a bunch of other Loki's, including an alligator Loki and a girl Loki. And um that's kind of
1: this season is gonna work at a McDonald's. I mean Excellent. Yes.
4: Um and you meet Kang, who's like the big bad. He's the new Thanos. Only, only not as
1: interesting. Only yeah, not as interesting. Or as pa- well
4: <laughs> Ah He's a pretty bad uh,
1: dude. Yeah, and from the looks of things, it is it feel to anyone else like the like the trailers they've brought out with feel like some of those movies where they put all of the best parts in the trailer. I don't know. I can't. I can't tell. I mean, I mean um, it's just it feels like we're gonna go. We're gonna be mixing Doctor Who and Marvel way too much. And it's, with a little bit of quantum leap in there, also. I the, mean, it's just the whole the whole thing is very
2: Doctor Who ish, yeah.
3: But no, that means Pete's not, not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's too timey wimey.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, well, <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a
1: Doctor Who fan. I'll be honest. From the looks uh, of things, it looks like it's going to be incredibly timey wimey.
2: So, yeah. okay. we'll see. I did really enjoy the first season, so. Um, and, and I will say the character of Loki is a very entertaining character. So we'll see whether Tom Hiddleston can carry the show.
1: Again. Yes. I will say that Pete, as far as season one, Pete gave season one a five. Steve gave it a three and a half. Kate gave it a three. I gave it a one and a half. Ooh. So- and I will probably I would probably stick with that I would rather watch Ahsoka again over the first season of Loki so it was shorter it didn't seem no by minutes it might not have been because the Loki episodes were long were they they were like an hour each Uh, maybe so anyway guys Loki will be our show next week, but it will not be all we talk about every week at all. Um, we do have a couple openings. I know we have a couple, an opening in like three weeks because we were originally planning on indie coming out then and it's not going to be coming out then. So we do need a suggestion. I have an idea, but if you guys have suggestions, please email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. Let me know what you want to hear us do. Uh, We have new episodes coming out on Thursdays on YouTube and all the major podcasting services, except tonight's, which is going to be released a little early because I want to get it out there because I think you guys want to know what we thought about Ahsoka. So for Pete, Steve, Kate, and Absentia Gina, we will see everyone next week. Bye guys. Howdy, howdy, howdy.
0: watching this week's episode of the plus platoon be sure to subscribe to the plus platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week then head over to apple Podcasts and leave those five star reviews as they help make the plus platoon visible to even more disney plus fans also go to youtube and like and subscribe to the plus platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon.